The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother Lazarus, who had died. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And anyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. The Gospel of the Lord. The Holy Father, in changing the tenor of this memorial away from simply being the celebration of St. Martha by herself to a celebration that includes her brother Lazarus and her sister Mary, has done something significant. On this day, the church celebrates a family. That is not insignificant. We're very familiar with the Feast of the Holy Family, which follows shortly after our celebration of the Nativity of the Lord. But here the church holds up before us as a sign of holiness, a family. And unlike other times where we celebrate a family, here it is not a husband and wife and their children. It is precisely a family of two sisters and a brother. And the holiness that is found in the household of these siblings is something that the church wants all of us to contemplate and to engage and to be edified by. This family is unique in the Gospels in the way that time and time again Jesus finds himself in their home. This is the family that welcomes Jesus in a way that is different than other forms of welcome. That something about their family life made the Lord feel at home among them. What an interesting and challenging idea that would be for us. 
Does the Lord really feel at home in my home? And yet here, this family. And the other remarkable thing is the three different relationships that these sisters and brother had with the Lord. Again, one of the temptations we can fall into is to think that there is some kind of generic template for holiness. And that holy people are all the same and all act the same way. And yet, in the Gospels, we see that there are three distinct ways of relating to Jesus in this household. Martha, as we hear in our reading, in our entrance antiphon, is notable for the activity and the initiative she takes in her relationship with Jesus. She runs to him when she hears he's nearby. She opens the door to the house, and when he is there, she wants to attend to him. So much so that at one point, Jesus corrects her and says, would you stop trying to serve me and just be with me for a few minutes? But we see here this example of one whose activity and energy are directed outwardly to serving, one, to serving her brother and sister and to serving the Lord who she welcomes into her home. We see here in our gospel reading as well that she is firm in her belief in the resurrection on the last day, even before Christ himself has risen from the dead. That she has received the teaching of Jesus in a way that so many others have not. And then there is her sister Mary, who is remarkable for her silent love of the Lord, which manifests itself in two very beautiful activities. The first is that that one time when the Lord came to the house and Martha was busy with the service and was upset with her sister who wasn't helping, Jesus says, Mary is the one who chose the better part because she's never left me since I've arrived in the house. And she sat at the feet of the Lord knowing that the greatest service that she could give Jesus at that moment was not doing things for him, but listening to him. And out of this listening that she quietly engaged in, at the expense of even being called lazy by her sister, comes this deep love in the heart that just before the Lord goes to Jerusalem to give his life, she takes a bottle of costly perfume, pours it over his feet, and anoints him in preparation, in anticipation for everything that would come. Two sisters. One visit by Jesus. Two different ways of responding to him. Note how wonderful that is. One family. We often forget this in our homes and in our families and in our parishes. The importance of recognizing that each of us is given the gift of a particular way of relating to the Lord. And none of us is without such a gift. 
And what we see here is the familial kinship in these two very different ways. They're not simply complementary. They're also perfectly reflective of the persons of these sisters. And then there's Lazarus. We know very little about the details of the life of Lazarus, except that he's the brother of Martha and Mary, and that he is one whom scripture says that Jesus loved. Jesus has a particular closeness, a particular friendship to Lazarus. And Lazarus is that one who in his illness and in his dying becomes the great sign of the victory over sin and death that Jesus will shortly achieve. Of all of the signs that Jesus worked in the Gospels prior to his passion and resurrection, the greatest of those signs is the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Where the Lord calls into the tomb, into the place of death, with a voice of command, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus is that one who walks out of the darkness of the grave at the voice of Jesus. How absolutely beautiful. One brother, two sisters, three different relationships with the Lord. And note how their preoccupation with the illness and then the death of Lazarus is something that both sisters bring to Jesus. When Lazarus is ill, their first move is to send word to Christ. After Lazarus has passed and Jesus approaches, they come. And they bring, the, they bring their grief to Christ and their faith. And note how here their relationship with and their love for their brother is also an expression of their faith in and their love for Jesus Christ. What a beautiful example that the Holy Father has placed before all of us. This idea that our homes are not simply areas where faith is taught, but where we help one another grow into that particular distinctiveness of a powerful and life-giving relationship with Jesus Christ that is a gift that all of us have received. And in celebrating this way, we're also asked to reflect on our own relationship with our family members. One of the lamentable problems in our families is often the fact that brothers and sisters find themselves divided from one another, for whatever reason. Sometimes careers separate us and we fall out of contact. Sometimes a misunderstanding or a trouble spot is allowed to amplify itself and grow and fester over time to the point where we simply don't even try to connect anymore. And the beautiful thing here that we see is in this family. It's the brothers and sisters living 
together, supporting one another that provide the welcome for Christ. Note that this isn't mom and dad invited Jesus into the house and so the children learn. This is the brothers and the sisters invited Christ into their home together. What a remarkable thing. And on this day then where we celebrate their example and their witness, how important is it for us to pray for our extended family members? To pray for those who likewise have a particular way of relating to Jesus that they may or may not have developed in their lives. But also to ask the Lord's forgiveness for those times where we've been obstacles. Not simply to our neighbors, but most especially to our family members in the living of the faith and the growing in the faith. What a powerful, powerful memorial we have today. And how wise the Holy Father is. Not in diminishing the Feast of St. Martha, but in amplifying it and focusing it by including her sister and her brother so that we could see that everything about her relationship with Jesus did involve Mary and Lazarus. And likewise, there was no Lazarus inviting Jesus into his home that didn't include Martha and Mary. And Mary, who sat at the feet of the Lord, could only do so because Martha opened the door. What a tremendous example that is. And the great sign before us, the sign of two sisters and a brother, showing us a path of holiness that this world really needs to see again. It is no secret that in the world we live in today, in our own United States, there is a certain crisis about the dignity and the life of the family that we are experiencing all around us. And we see here in this example that that crisis is not reducible only to questions of marriage, to questions of motherhood and fatherhood, important as they are. It is also a crisis of recognizing all of those things that simply pull brothers and sisters apart from one another, that divide families in all kinds of ways. And what we see here, one family, united, one household that welcomes Christ, each one with a relationship with Jesus that has its particular genius to it its particular beauty to it. Three relationships with Christ that are not in competition, but that make each other possible. Would that in our own families, such a love, such a living, such a way of receiving and relating to the Lord would root itself in all of us. Amen.